Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, welcome back to the show. 10 minutes past 10, 11 minutes past 10. Bit of a fun time of the morning where... I'm not going to say anything goes, but almost anything goes. And it's your chance to uh, join the conversation, the race day conversation, a bit of a roundtable chat. Um, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Andrew Hurley, and myself, 0419-767-272. It's a terrific day at Ram. Beautiful day weather-wise. A few of the big guns out. I'll say good morning to the man sitting right beside me who looks and is dressed quite summery. Today, Hurls, Andrew Hurley, what's going on? Uh, not a great deal, but yeah, you can't complain about the summer this year. It's been a beauty, actually. It's been all right. Yeah, yeah. A bit wild weather-wise during the week, but as uh, as, but Lin- summer, as, Lin- isn't it? as Lindsay get... Murphy says, it beats watering. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And that you track's in good order. Get a hot day and then uh, thunderstorm, nothing better. Uh, but I'm all well and really looking forward to this meeting today. It's, you know, even some of the minor races, inverted commas, they're, they're really deep and... Um, Yep, we're going to see some good performances, no doubt, today, which will shape the spring. Obviously, the Apollo. The um, autumn, even. <laughs> well, that's right. It may, it's good. Why don't we shape the spring? Because, yeah, it we'll get the autumn out of the way first. Yeah, yeah well, let's start with the autumn. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to it. And business has been swift for, from the opening whistle. I want to have a look at uh, the latest price there, just um, before we say good morning to Darren and... Uh, and also Brad, but yeah, Waterford, mate, it has been off the charts since they opened up on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we took a number of big bets, you know, five minutes after the uh, the market opened. So. Right, right, yeah. well, we'll get uh, the thoughts from the boys shortly. Brad Davidson is going to be in Sky One for the day. Busy enough day. Brad, good morning to you. What's happening? Yeah, good morning, Hainsey. Good morning, Hills. Good morning, the listeners. Yeah, look, uh, uh, Echo. Hills' thoughts. Um, don't worry, Hills. I've made that mistake plenty of times. It feels like one the year just goes so fast. You forget if it's spring, autumn, summer, or winter. But uh, anyway, uh, look, yeah, terrific day of racing today. Tricky on the on the punt because you've got all these horses returning and how they return and trying to assess the trials when most of them trial very similar to they do, you know, each and every preparation. So. Uh, always a bit tricky, but really looking forward to, to seeing the, the two-year-old picture become a bit clearer, both in Sydney and Melbourne. And, uh, yeah, obviously seeing that the likes of Animo and uh, the Apollo Stakes, um, those types of races, always always exciting to see those horses back. No doubt calling all the action today. It's a leisurely walk over the road, just has to avoid the bicycles as he crosses the road. And he's already received a text uh, that says uh, from Adrian, Darren, any chance of a beer on the hill at Leichhardt for round one? Darren, uh, Darren Flindell, good morning. Good morning, uh, fellas. Uh, in response to Adrian, lock and load. Yes, can't <laughs> wait for uh, can't wait for that first game at Leichhardt against the Titans, first Sunday of March. Pleasantly surprised to see that we're on a good four today. Uh, for those that live in the district, I think. It's been a bit topsy-turvy doing the form uh, since Wednesday night or Thursday in particular. Like some of these streets on Thursday afternoon in the district were a metre underwater. And, uh, and the rating never really got beyond the soft five. So it's, it's quite incredible how well this track has handled the very heavy rain we've had over the last few days. Let's get stuck in. Questions coming through thick and fast here from our, our texters and our audience. We appreciate you joining, and you can join this part of the morning, 0419 Let's go late in the day. Uh, Hurls, can we go to race number 10? Uh, again, this is a, a time we, we can bounce around the races, depending on how the questions come in. 
Tell us what's happening here with Waterford and where he sits at the moment. Yeah, well, as I said, Waterford, um, they, they were just sitting there waiting to back it. It went up $5. Now, granted, um, it did not last long whatsoever. But, um, yeah, we took bets um, 3500 We had one customer uh, launch in at... Uh, Price did he get? He got uh, three eighty. Then went again uh, for three dollars sixty, and yeah, it's been the best backed runner on the card all afternoon. Did some um, did some stats during the week in relation to because I've been banging on how much it's been difficult for favourite punters in the last race uh, in recent months. Now, the last 20 meetings, only four favourites have got up. So uh, I remember a period, Darren, you probably remember this. It was about eighteen months ago, I think. Our, it was about 11 of 13 favourites, all lobs. So it does uh, does turn in this game. But, uh, yeah, four of the last 20 favourites have have uh, have got up. And I hope it's five from 21 this afternoon because Waterford's been off the charts. It's 270 this morning. It hasn't budged. Think about it's 350 to 380. Pizarro, $6. 850 to $8. Kanazawa. Uh, Veronelli, $9 to $9.50. I suspected that Waterford would get out. It hasn't yet. You know, because they can only do so much if if they keep piling it on as far as dollars are concerned. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what price it does SP at. My man is uh, texting early on. Paul from Milton. Morning, put Waterford might be a tad vulnerable first up off one trial and 1,300 metres, but I believe he has the talent to be a lightweight chance in a Doncaster. Handles wet or dry. Great turn of foot. Any any thoughts on Waterford, guys? Or is Paul overrating him a touch? We might go to Brad for a start. Yeah, look, he's a fascinating one. Um, we get these types of horses uh, a lot of the time. He's in the right stable, of course. And but one thing I'll say is he hasn't beaten anything yet and he hasn't exactly smashed the clock, but he does have that turn of speed, which is really going to help him in those types of uh, Doncasters and races like that if he can get into them with no weight on his back. And as the the, the listener made uh, call to, he handles all ground. He's in the right yard. So I can, I can definitely see him improving into that race. Um, Look, John Lowe here, which I think is a, a big negative on the rail trip at Ramwick um, and 1,300. I know he's won at this trip, but still a little bit short for him as well. Um, I think he's more a 1,500-metre horse, 1,600, obviously, and maybe even further. But, look, I'm going to go with Pizarro just at the better odds. He, he wasn't well suited at Wait for Age last time out, and uh, he ran ran well. Um, his run prior to that was good behind Titanium Power. Favourite track, 1,300 suits, good draw. He gets the right sort of run midfield here and sprints hard late. But, uh, look, he's a, he's a chance. Waterford's a great chance. I think he'll get out a little bit and think about it. The market's been a little bit against him. I can see why, because he, he did get a piece the other day and fell in. But still, a horse with um, with upside. It just might be, uh, you know, he's 6-12 months sort of project with him as well. But he's... He keeps winning all the same. So, uh, for me, Pizarro, but look, wouldn't be surprised at all if Waterford win. I suppose, uh, Darren, as you make your comments here, at, at, you know, at this time of year, you're always half looking towards other races, but as today. Uh, and is it, is, is, well, does it look good for Waterford Road today? I'm being very cautious uh, with Waterford. I love the horse, and uh, I thought his trial was adequate uh, behind Kokoro and there's only been the one of those trials I'm just not sure whether today's the race and at that price I just think uh, he I think he will get out closer to jump time uh, I'm going to stick with Vanelli here because uh, I know what I'm, I'm going to get I'm just not sure if he's got one more in him but he's put, he's had a brave campaign he'll just roll forward he'll try and control the race again 
He's only just touched off closing stages last time in the Carrington and the handicappers didn't miss him either. He got the five points for that. So now he's up to 61 and a half in the saddle, which does worry me a little bit. But I just don't see a lot of pressure there. Much, much better, I don't think, would push him. I don't think think about it will. In contrast, he had to match it with titanium power last time, which is always going to make him a little bit suspect there at the end. Both he and uh, titanium power and Vernelli were, were sitting ducks there for that finish of Cuban Real. So I'm going with a rock-hard fit horse here in Vernelli from Kenazawa. It had no luck at all last time, so he's bumped up a grade here, but I think... The way he's going, he may well handle this grade. And with the booking at Nashville Willer, I'm quite excited about that. Then Waterford, uh, think about it. There's plenty of upside with the Joe Pride runner there. Should get the right run of the race as well. And Pizarro, I just wasn't sure uh, what to make because I, I think the pace will just be even or completely controlled there by Vernelli. I was looking for a stronger finish from Pizarro over the last... 75 or so in the expressway last time out, but I certainly wouldn't be leaving him out of my uh, quaddy today either. So, uh, interesting race. I'm going to be really cautious with the favourite Waterford and take the chance each way, Vernelli. He's almost $10 now. You, you know, Darren, that Vernelli will make them chase. They, they might be mm. out of their comfort zone just a little earlier than they want to be. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I love about him. Uh, he's got a good strike rate. Regan Bayless has had a couple of goes on him now. Yeah, I just want to be on the leader in the last. Okay, let's uh, let's let's go to opposite ends. Uh, the bookends here, as they say, hurls race one. The Coolmore Piero Plate. It just looks look. It's all about Don Corleone. Um, what what price now? And any money for anything else here? No, Roger. One sixty into a dollar fifty, and it's off the back of money. And yeah, it's as simple as that. Empress of Wonders on the next line, five fifty to six, back to five fifty. And Remedies is a ten dollar chance, but not nah, all about this favourite here. Been popular since the opening whistle. Very popular in multi, so punters are seeing it as a lock. Okay, John from Gugong says, "Good morning, team. Do you feel we have seen the twenty twenty three Slipper winner already, or is there something hidden away in someone's stables yet to be produced?" Brad, with uh, the Golden Slipper winner, has, has it been produced thus far? Yeah, I think it has. Uh, I, I don't think uh, we're getting pretty late in the season now for something to sort of pop its head out. It's just a case of which one's going to continue to improve. Um, yeah, I just done a, uh, this race, uh, I took the early odds, Don Corleone, at the Copper Five Cent Deduction Gumbare this morning. Uh, that was highway robbery. That all should have been for 100 to 1. But anyway, we'll... Uh, well, that's the way it goes sometimes. Two, twelve, nine, and and ten. Um, look, I think Don Collyone's clearly the one here. Um, he's just he, his debut effort was arguably the two-year-old performance of the season. He's sat back, he's sat wide, he's produced the best last two hundred performance of the day, and he's rattled through the line. Um, he just has to reproduce, and he he wins. Uh, I think Empress of Wonders the only real danger, but. You know, she was really good in a stakes race up there in Queensland two ago, but the format of it's been very poor and then was well held in a Magic Millions, which I actually think the Magic Millions is a little bit weaker than Don Corleone's form. So I think he's got a few lengths on these. I think he'll win. I think he'll win well. And I think he might be a new favourite for the for the Blue Diamond after today because just reading between the lines, I know the stable haven't said which way they're going and what they're going to do, but the fact they're running King's Gambit next week suggests to me they'll run him there into the Todman, into the Slipper. And I feel that Don Corleone runs today and then two weeks into a blue diamond and then maybe into a slipper off the back of that. So that would be the way I'm reading it. And, uh, yeah, I think he's 
he picks himself here. He, he looks a really strong horse, 1,100 suits, and he should be getting the job done at the shorts. Darren? Yeah, I can't find any negatives. Uh, what was the, the, the quote? You can do anything, but never go against the family. Don Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I won't be. I won't be opposing him today. I'll be. Uh, I think High King could offer some value for the Quinellas. I love the way High King savvy the lion. Uh, got a lot further back than intended, having been crowded out of the gate. So, I think we can keep the um, possibility there that High King won't be so far back today and could run the Quinella or Empress of Wonder. They, it just looked an anchor job there too from seven and eight for me. Uh, text there, have heard you mention the Punters panel multi before. When does that become available on a Friday? Hurls, is that about like 10 o'clock? Or I believe so, Around yeah. that time? 10 a.m., yeah. 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 And what about the boys have just helped themselves to five selections oh, yesterday? Total yeah, about. Oh, they're just a law unto themselves, that mob. <laughs> Making it harder for themselves. Well, this is Although maybe a healthier dividend, I suppose, yeah. if they can. Which way do you want to look at? But their strike rate's not great of late. Ooh, withdraw, withdraw that remark. Ooh. Well, at least we're back oh, in nice winning. Smack. At least we're back in a little bit of winning form after a horrific oh, run. We're set for a fri- uh, February fill-up. Yeah. <laughs> February fill-up. Hashtag February fill-up. Let's bounce to. Uh, there's a question here about the midway. Let's go to race three. Turn your form guides to race three. A benchmark seventy-two thousand metres. Got a little contest here. What do we have favourite there? Hard to say by the looks here, Hurls. Yeah, 350 into 270 today. I'll look at the uh, figures in just a moment, but it's been well tried. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another Cognac, $5 to 460 back to $5. 9 to 950 Vegas Raider, uh, Vegas Raider rather. Uh, Bartoselli's $15 into $10 today. Espresso's 14 to 11 15 to 12 for depth that varies, and it went up $26 when the market first opened, even allowing for scratchings and deductions. It's been uh, tried. Head wall comes out 13 by 12, 10 by 10, Al Coberson and Famico 3 by 3. We then go down to Mabel or Marbel. Uh, it's $17 into 23. So there's a number of firmers here uh, for the midway. As far as dollars invested, I can tell you uh, today it's hard to say in front of another cognac. Uh, espresso and depth of varies, certainly uh, yeah, off the back of money. Um, Cliffy from Scone. Good morning, Cliffy. Morning, Hainsey. Can you get the boys' thoughts on Maybell in the midway? I think it could run a, a big race at odds with a good gate and back to 1,000 metres. Darren? Easier race than the last assignment at Warwick Farm, uh, for sure. It's running at Gosford Pride. That was, was pretty good. It's, uh, now, that, uh, now that headwalls come out, I think the, the race has really opened up and... Uh, I, was, I really thought headball was a good thing in the race today, so I've got to um, sort of open things up. Yeah, I wouldn't talk you out of Mabel. Okay. Who are you tipping in the end? I'm going with uh, hard to say now. Love the win at the Sunshine Coast. Uh, that was pretty, pretty impressive there that day. So uh, hard to say for me. I hope there'll be enough speed. I'm sure there will with Oakfold Twilight there, Espresso, Bardicelli in particular. Um, Nikki Song's a good roughie, though, that I, I want to give another chance to. Nikki Song... She trialled brilliantly prior to her return at Warwick Farm and she basically blew it at the start when she bounded up in the air and then she was caught wide, she fired up and she was empty there at the end. But if she gets a better run in transit off that much improved trial a month ago, she could be uh, a nice little roughie to consider. And another cognac. I think this is a very, very suitable race for him. Brad. 
Yeah, Mabel's got a chance. Um, back to a thousand, the key. All four wins being at this trip, and um, does have a little turn of speed, so definitely not hopeless here. Uh, no surprise the market's come for hard to say. I just don't know what to do with him because his, his last start performance was just out of this world. Um, they ran quicker time than the open race on the day. They zipped home in 33.6. He was back last. He won by three and a half. He's dead set run of a of a stakes horse. And uh, if he runs up to that, they won't beat him. Simple as that. But the problem was that was five lengths better than he's gone um, before. And he was lame prior to that at the Gold Coast. But you go back four starts ago and Espresso beat him three lanes. He just found five lengths the other day and just got to judge him on whether he, he can reproduce that or whether he goes back to his form prior. If he goes back to his form prior, he's a 10-to-1 pop. But if he if he runs uh, like he did at the Sunny Coast, he's a dollar forty pop. So that's why he's uh, $2.70 and uh, the market's sort of taking an each-way play on him. Uh, I've got him on top. He was just too good the other day and the time was staggering. So... Uh, for me, yeah, hard to say, but uh, with a little asterisk there, of he could easily flop here because his, his form prior was, was nowhere near that level. Okay. Uh, general question here, Hurls. Morning, boys. How do you place a behind-the-gates multi? We should let um, our listeners know at about a quarter to 11. We'll go live with that. Isn't yeah, that's right. Yep, but it'll be uh, under racing and today's offers, racing offers. That's on the tab app, and it'll be there. And if you're using the website, you just go to sports and today's offers, and it'll be there. Not there at the moment because it won't open till quarter to 11. Can we go to race two, please, Hurls, and market for the tab highway, class three, over the 1,800 metres, had Sue Grills on before 7 o'clock. She thinks uh, that Mr Severino was certainly there to run a bit of a race today. But uh, what can you tell us with the market here? Uh, just on that text, um, someone's put in, uh, Nikki's song ran and won last night. It was actually Nikki's fling. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, now, this fifth event. No, we were... Second hills. Second event. Sorry, juggling a couple of things. Uh, King of Spades is the favourite. Are, like, are you like Munns? You're doing the scratchings on the side oh, and all sort of like acting busy when you're, you know... Please don't compare me to Munns. Do tab guys. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, bunny supporters. Yeah. Well, a lot of, you've got a lot in common with, with Munns, whether yeah, you like it or not, else. This is true. Uh, right, King of Spades in a wide open market is the favourite. $5 to four eighty, back to $5. Did go up four twenty, however, on Wednesday. Amaranth, well supported. $10 when the market opened, $6. No deductions here. Uh, 10 to seven fifty now $7. Epic Ranger, $7 to seven fifty. Mr. Severino, we've got You Are King, $10 to $8. So not the busiest race on the card, but I can tell you, uh, yeah, King of Spades the most popular in front of Mr. Severino, and then you are King. Bevan from Campbelltown asks, this highway looks an absolute dart job. Uh, am I right or wrong? Can you give us any kind of a lead? Brad? It does look one of the tougher highways I've come across. Um, Amaranth, just think that she's got a turn of speed. Mum was a 1,600-metre winner. She's by Animal Kingdom. She might see out the trip, and I went with her over Mr. Severino, but you could make a case for about seven of them for sure. Darren, what do you think? Yeah, I thought Danielle Siege pair would go uh, well again. King of Spades, he's had a couple of soft leads at his last a couple and just been touched off late, but I'm sure he'll roll forward again and, and look for the lead. We're back on the with a rail in the true position today, so drawing wide out over 1,800 metres probably isn't as bad today as it is when the rail's out. So I think King of Spades will get over. 
But I'm uh, very, very wary of Amaranth, the stablemate. I think the trip's right for that horse today. And Mr. Severino's last run was good, so my top picks were one fourteen seven in the highway. Okay, let's uh, go on to race four. As we go through the races here today, question around race number four here, Hurls, and this will be the million-dollar English pink bonus handicap benchmark 88 over the mile for race number four. As we did the, the preview between eight and nine for for Brad and Duff, they found this race a little bit of a head-scratcher. Is the, is the money giving us a bit of a guy? Yeah, I can see why. Uh, Bold Mac is the favourite. Just taken 2000 on the place at $1.45 on it. Uh, we've got the second favourite being Ascension. Well, in fact, we've got three at $5 here, Ascension, Bullfinch and King Rattel. Uh, and then we go down to Horse, which is Frumos. Frumos back uh, today at $6, although I'm just going to check these scratchings here once again. Uh, now, hang on, we've got... Um, Someone's ringing me. Bold Max 360 or 340. I'll just go the other way here. King Rattel. Now, Bullfinch is actually out, so is Major Hardy and Frumos. I beg your pardon. Uh, 14 by 13. I've got two books open here, so I do apologise. Bullfinch, uh, 14 by 13. 18 by 13, Major Hardy. And Frumos, 8 by 8. Leaves us with a favourite. Uh, Bold Max 360 to 340. King Rattel, 480 to $5. Ascension, $6. And 6 to 750 uh, for Ruby Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Bold Mac, the most popular runner in front of King Rattel. King Rattel, Brad, Darren, would you be more comfortable if it was over the 2,000? I mean, it's racing very well, but 1,600, 2,000 more of its sweet spot? I'd be more comfortable if there was actually some speed in the race mm. uh, for King Rattel. I think that's the big negative there. Once Major Marty came out, just kept sort of going from top to bottom, trying to work out who's going to lead. And I, I've settled on Tazaral's second up. Whilst it didn't find a lot... At its first run, I just thought get a nice easy time up on the pace. Now, one horse I didn't put in the tips, but the more I look at it today, this might be a chance for Ruby Tuesday. Uh, she did it really tough there last time, but in a race that's void of any genuine type of pace, there might be an opportunity for Ruby Tuesday to find the front. We've seen in the past how dangerous she is in that role. Uh, Brad, just before you uh, give us your thoughts on race four, question. Ernie from Harvey Bay. Good morning to you, Ernie. Hi, guys. In race four, how did Bazooka open 12 points above Bold Mac in the race? I suppose, Brad, Bazooka's always that kind of horse that... Always uh, attracts... Oh, oh, but he always opens generously. Uh, I suppose it's, it's a winning strike race. It's not that flattering all the same. It's funny. We've got a few horses that run around that you can put in that uh, bracket, and certainly one of them. Yeah, he's just probably found his mark and... You know, uh, Bold Max probably got a little bit more upside and, and, and still got a bit more improvement to come. But, um, yeah, I, I can't really knock him. He's there. Bazooka, he's probably more a top four hope than than sort of winning. But I had him third pick here. Uh, look, Bold Mac, I, I mean, I know Chris Waller generally from wide gates goes back, but I'll be stunned if we don't see a change of tactics for this horse to go forward today. He jumps well. He just, as, uh, as we've alluded to, there's no speed in the race. And, um, he's just got to go forward, put himself on speed, and from there he looks hard to beat. He's building beautifully into the preparation, and he's the one I'm left with after the scratching of, of majority. So, uh, yep, if he goes back, I, I do not want to be on him at all, but if he goes forward as I expect he will, uh, he does look the one to beat. Okay. Uh, Shell from Canberra, thank God no kettle today. That thing <laughs> uh, broke me something. Thank you, Shell. Look, we've, uh, we've had a bit of fun with Kettle Hill. 
He's been a bit of a, whether Kettle Hill likes it or not, he's been half a cult horse for, uh, for the Maldives because I think Luke went with him last weekend and he ran fifth again. So look, to the Australian blood... And didn't have much look, luck, to be To fair. the Australian bloodstock guys, he, I, and I said to the guys, we, we all hope he's going to be a good horse for them, and I'm sure he will be, but uh, he's just been a bit of a nemesis for, uh, for the Maldives around the place. Let's go to the, uh, the, the English Millennium here, one of our main races of the day, if not the main race. $2 million here, two-year-olds. 20 past three, race six on the day. Learning to fly. She draws awkwardly. Is that putting punters off at all? Are they coming for other horses here, Brad? Um, Hurls, I should say. Uh, it's $3.40. It's out from three ten today. Kundalani's been really well back today. It's six fifty into $5. Did go up $9. Blanc de Blanc's five fifty to 6 back to five fifty. Money's dried up a little bit, but for Seal Wednesday afternoon, uh, they were backing it. And again, Thursday morning, I was looking at the figures and it was still best backed. We've got Lazago, 850 to 10, back to 950, then go to Arkansas Kid, $19. Mexico's 19 to 23, back to 19. I noted had a, uh, a trial during the week. Brett Preble wrote it in that trial, and uh, in fact, it's been on the last three trials, uh, it's a $21 chance. So that's a look at uh, the actual fluctuations. In terms of investment-wise, and as I said, they've been keen to have a bet here since uh, the market opened. Today, it's definitely Kundalini. In fact, it's holding almost twice the amount of money as learning to fly. So learning to fly on the next line. Specking here for... Yeah, no, that money's continued for for seal today, although they haven't... I whacked it on as much as they did earlier in the week. Dorothy Gale, perfect proposal. Written a couple of bets there. Um, Richard, is uh, Chad Sweet for the right arm learning to fly? Believe so. Believe so. Mm-hmm. Haven't, heard other, haven't heard otherwise this morning, Darren. Um, yeah, haven't heard that he's not at this stage. So, uh, which is up Just yet. he was involved in an incident at Canterbury yeah. last night, but he seemed hopeful that he'd be fine today. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people would be sweating on uh, on that as Chad has done all all the work over this very yeah. exciting filly. Ha- haven't heard uh, otherwise. Um, maybe you know, the club doctor might have a bit of a look him over as he arrives on course. But uh, as far as we know, Chad is right to go today. So Johnny from Penrith. Morning, Johnny. Uh, a very bullish on facile today. Um, Sid says, I wonder if Willie Pike asks for extra leg room. He's on the flight from Perth to Sydney. Is here. Lazago under the radar for mine. And hi, fellas. Can perfect proposal turn around the last start dismal run? Seventy-one to forty-one dollars this morning. Cheers, Jeff. Well, I was a perfect proposal man last start. She went to pieces in the yard. Seventy-one dollars was a little silly going up for a race like this. Hence the forty-one dollars. But she uh, might be a market uh, a yard watch once she, again. Yeah. She just has to walk over the road. That might be a good thing for her, mm. as opposed to a, a forty-minute float ride to, to Rose Hill. I don't know. Anyway, but guys, um, D- uh, Brad, I'll let you go first here. You, you can give us your overall thoughts on the English Millennium, but Lazago, perfect proposal, and probably facile are the, are the horses that the texters are focusing on here. Strong leg. I think she's a very classy filly and she didn't beat anything on debut, but they'll go hard and she'll be hitting the line very strongly. So I could uh, definitely chop out save on her on the race. Um, perfect proposal. Yeah, $71, $41. I'm not going to talk you out of it. The trials weren't too far off learning to fly and clear excuse the other day. So not hopeless. And uh, for Seal, it's the one in the market that I'm against. Um, I just don't, I can't get it anywhere near that price personally. I, 
I love the trials, and I thought she was taken on. I thought she was the run of the race at that nursery, but I just don't think that's the form here. And um, I hate Barrier One. I think it's terrible today in that big field. Um, you want to be out. You want to be out in the three wide line here in this race. Um, they'll just be swooping down the middle, and I think Barrier One's oh, about a two length negative today. So I um, yeah, I've got to be against because of those reasons. I, look, Kundalini was the value player today. At, $8.50 during the week. Uh, $5 is about right, but um, I think Don Colleyone will win the first easily, and I think she'll probably firm up a little bit after that. The gate's the worry. Barrier 5, it's, it's going to be gonna caught up in between a few. I, I much prefer them to draw wide in this race, so she's going to need a good ride, but if she gets it, I think she's the, the value play, but look, I think learning to fly, I want to make her a winner too. They're the two I want to back. I, I think the gate's been extremely overplayed here. There's only one turn, uh, the last few times the rail true at Ramwick in the shoot races, the best part of the track's been three wide. So that's probably where she's going to be. She's probably going to find the right part. She can just find a little bit of cover, but even if she doesn't, I don't think it's uh, too bad. And, um, yeah, I think it's been grossly overplayed. Rail true, you actually want to be out wider. So um, for me, she's the one to beat, but Kundalini, I'm on, at the, I'm on at the early odds. So they're the two for me, and I'd probably save late on Lazago if it continues to drift. Okay, Darren. You know, sticking with learning to fly, I'd waited a long time for her first start there in the Widden, and uh, I was very pleased with what I saw. They probably rode her a little bit upside down to suit the conditions of the of the race, uh, the pace map and the perceived on-pace uh, bias there that day. But I'll be sticking with her learning to fly. Big respect for, for Kundalini, a uh, very expensive filly. She's quite a type, and uh, I thought she stuck on really well, and really she should get the right run behind all the leaders in the in the run so i like that lazago continues to trial well and uh, i went back and watched her her win again at ramwick on december 17 and it just uh, reinforced that she's a good type lazago but oh there's there's i, I had a short list of seven and I was, I was trying to be savage and i could only get it down to to seven arkansas kid i don't think it's out of it yeah. uh the hayes the hayes cult he never really seemed to be on the right leg at Mooney Valley when he won the, the feature there, whether it was the heavy track or he didn't appreciate that way of going. And uh, is, then is they brought so, him to Warwick is, Farm. Is Solterra yeah. silly here price-wise, Darren? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely on my short list. Um, so Arkansas Kid is... As, yeah, Arkansas Kid, Solterra, are a very complicated race. It's, it's clearly... Clearly the best edition uh, they've had of this race uh, since its inception. So I'm sure the crew at Inglis would be over the moon with the quality of this year's field. What is the best ruffie, Brad? Best ruffie in this race? Uh, gee. Um, yeah, I, look, I, I, I think it is Lazago at 10 bucks. I think if you go much beyond that, um, I couldn't have anything else really in the in the market. Saltier is a, a chance, but I don't really like that form line personally. So... I think anything beyond those sort of horses, you could you could mark them a, a lot lot longer personally. So um, yeah, I, I think those in the market are uh, yeah. I think Lazago, if you're asking for the best ruffie. Okay, all right. Let's um, look before we dive into the next race. We might, uh, we're only about three minutes away from this multi opening hurl, so we better uh, enlighten the listeners and uh, if they want to play the multi today. Let them uh, know what the horses involved are and what kind of dividend. Our friends at the tab, and I have to be nice to them now. Uh, our friends at the tab <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, are dishing up. Well, we got uh, we finally 
uh, broke through last week and did pretty good too. Actually, Darren, when your selection, I know well, we had a late scratching. It was only a field of five. Yours missed a kick. I thought, oh, no. Um, oh, Puerto Rosa. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a but, good run, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a very good run. And then our, our next three won. So it was uh, hopefully a bit of a, uh, a confidence booster. Now, today, uh, and I'll give each other up, race three, number 16. I've gone for another cognac. I think it won't do anything but run well. Uh, Hainsy, you've gone the safe option. There's nothing wrong with that. In secret. My girl. In, in secret for uh, Hainsy. Race 8, number 11, Fangirl for Brad, and Swats at for Darren. So race 3, number 16, race 7, number 1, race 8, number 11, race 9, number 1. We're giving you a dividend of $6 this week, maximum bet of $25, and it should be open. Let me confirm for uh, Dicko, should have it open for us. Good man, Dicko. Uh, it is. So go to, um, on the website, go to Sports and Today's Offers. And Wooshka, it is there. And Racing racing Specials there on the Tab app. That will go quickly, particularly with that dividend. Comfortable with those horses, Brad? You're pretty comfortable, yeah. Just hoping you get $50 mac- uh, m- maximum today, but mm. 25 I just Not a on charity. It's a look, yeah, I'm pretty... Pretty comfortable with those, so fingers crossed we can make it two from two. He's bumped the price to six dollars fifty, Dickos just told me, so even better. What do you say, Darren? I think that's the exact collect we got last week. Uh, no, it was, it was pretty short. Sure. It was about three twenty-five. Yeah, it was just the confidence booster. Yeah, but last week we could have the fifty. Oh, on. Of course. Ah, oh, yes, that's correct. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with with what we've got there. Okay. It's too late now. I just thought we might have been able to have a Hawaii 5-0 on it, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. I agree. Can you, can you talk well, to your Richard, man? Richard, since it's your, your last show. Second last show. Saturday. Surely we can do a Hainsey farewell special next mm. week. All right, leave that with me. We might do something like that, actually. Well, that, well, that can constitute of a celebration or a party or something. Leave or... it with me. <laughs> yeah. No, just a big multiplier. Yeah. Okay, well... <laughs> let's go out with a bang. Let's, uh, let's see if uh, the good folk at the tab can, can organise I'll tell you what, like they're that. coming on thick and fast, so you're going to have to be quick this week for sure and certain. We're halfway through to the liability already. Okay, let's um, oh. let's grab a market hurls if we can for race number five, the Diwali Southern Cross Stakes, Group Three. Nice, uh, nice group of sprinters here over the twelve hundred metres. Yeah, looking forward to this race, and I can tell you at this juncture, and races one to six by the way today at uh, Ramwick, also Sandown and Doomben. Place a win bet. Your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars using your uh, tab account. Your first fixed odds win bet. All right, Titanium Power is the favourite four. <laughs> 440 to $4. Espiona, $4, no change. Gravina, 480 to $5. Mr. Mozart, 6 to 650 Quantico, 6 to 650 uh, 13 to 11 Ranch Hand. Then we go to, to Starter Silence at $23. Actually, went up 100 to 1 uh, to Starter Silence. In terms of dollars held, this is, yeah, it's a tricky race, isn't it? Uh, they're spreading their love around somewhat. Espiona today is the best backed dollar wise. Ranch Hand, we've written some bets for it. Uh, and then we've got Titanium Power. It's pretty much market order. And we've got joint favourites, but Espiona, they're giving it a chance. It's $4. Uh, um, just uh, before we get to the question, uh, thank you 
Russell, Russell Barwick, good listener and good friend of ours. The Haynes Hail Mary in the last week. <laughs> very uh, good. The, yes, yes. I like it, like. Darren. Yeah. Yes, very good. Uh, the Haynes Hail Mary might be the go in for the final show uh, next Saturday. Rodio, question here. Johnny, hey guys, just want to know what we think about Espiona's chances today. Darren. Liked her trial, uh, just the one trial leading up to this. It was nice work behind Sevignac, really savage the line, lightweight, very attractive, and um, never really sure what type of track she's looking for. But personally, I, I like Quantico. I've always been, been a big fan of Quantico, uh, when he can strike the dry tracks. He's had his fair share of issues along the way, so I think you've got to catch him early before something else goes wrong. His trial, we didn't learn a lot at Rose Hill, but he was just buried the entire straight, so I'm sure John's probably given him a good workout and uh, given him the hit-out that he required after that. But I'm very keen on Quantico. Uh, it was going to be my pick for the multi today, but Munn's got in and gazumped me. <laughs> Is Espiona better on rain-affected tracks? The form guide would suggest that. Mm. I've got a theory she goes better in Melbourne too. But I know that track's a good uh, a good four, but gee, we had some rain. There should mm. be. And, and Karen McAvoy, who did the Gallup, came back and said there's that nice bit of give in it. So mm. anyway. Brad, Brad, do you uh, think Espiona's better with some give in the track? Yeah, I, I think probably is a fair assessment. And I think uh, your other assessment's pretty fair too, the way she does lay in around the, the Sydney way. But... Mm. Um, Look, hopefully she irons those things out. This preparation, I was with Titanium Power, guys, but concede the price as well and truly dry it up now. He just leads. He's dominant on the data here and he'd just be hard to run down with 54.5 on his back. But, um, yeah, I think he's equal favourite now. I couldn't possibly back him at that price. I think Espiona's the the danger. But um, Mr Mozart, Gravina, uh, Quantico, I think he might need the run, but I think he fits in okay and... Uh, there's there's others there that are chances too. So tricky little race, but uh, I'll go with Titanium Power. But like I said, he's, he was uh, he was uh, on top at eight dollars, but now I think he's four dollars. So that's the way it goes sometimes. Okay, let's go to race number seven. Uh, this is the return of In Secret uh, and others in the Tab Light Fingers Stakes here. Hurls Group Two at the twelve hundred metres. Three year old fillies. Not getting black figures yet for In Secret, but you may. Uh, currently at a dollar eighty-five after opening up at that quote this morning. Got to one ninety-five. It's back to a dollar eighty-five. Uh, we've got Sunshine in Paris now. It went up thirteen dollars. Uh, now even allowing for Zugotcha coming out twenty-one by fifteen it has been supported. It's been five fifty and solid today. North Star Lass eight dollars, no change. She's a Belter ten to nine fifty. Fireburn ten to eleven, and we go to Madame Pom at $23. Uh, looking at the dollars held, well, it's actually, for, for you know, a, a horse of In Secret's ilk, um, it hasn't been, what, well, sort of off the charts. There's been good support here for She's a Belter. What sort of fire burn do we get today? Well, we get if she if she's just that autumn filly, look out. We mm, might get a, a mm. proper fire burn. But, um, Brad, that's just had a few people on the text, I suppose, wanting a confirmation, a little push for... For she's a belt, I thought Paul Snowden spoke about her in, in good terms this morning. So, so Brad, your, your take on she's belter and overall thoughts on the light fingers, please. Yeah, I think she's just got a little bit of a, a tricky map here, but um, she's got a chance. I love her trials. She likes to dry ground. She's a belter, and uh, she's definitely a, a chance at, at good odds. But, look, I'm with North Star Lassie here. I just think she's the one. 
out in front rolling along, revved up for the race with a really nice uh, trial mix of Animo and pushed along. But look, she's um, she's no star, but she's going to be there and, and be hard to run down. And I, I want to be with her. Look, I think that the favourite's no doubt the, the best horse in the race. But um, I, look, I think that the point that's been missed all week with, with her, I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about her and only Mike Wood on the punters panel yesterday mentioned it. And, everyone barked him down because of it and said there's no concern because their trials but her trials have been a big concern for mine um not how she's going in them but simply the start she's absolutely messed up the start in both of them she missed it by two lengths one time and a good length the other so i think she's odds on to mess up the start again today because i know their trials but they're habits that horses get and to me if she misses the start she's going to be in a bit of trouble there back in the field buried away and going to need a lot to go right and I think she's a very good horse but um, you know I think in that Coolmore stud as well I think it's got to be the point that's going to be made out of that race is there was there were a couple of horses there that went too bad to be true that were in the market so um, maybe the, the you know the winning margin was a little bit flattered but look I think she's the best horse in the race but those barrier manners definite concern for me today so six to beat uh, uh, sorry North Star last to beat in secret for me and I think um Sunshine in Paris, a little bit too short in the market, but um, can run well. But I'd probably be surprised if you won at this level. Darren. Yeah, I've most like concerns about In Secret as a winning chance today as well. Uh, although she blew them away in the Coolmore stud, I think we all had our heart in the mouth when the, when the gates opened because she sort of bounded up in the air at the start and that uh, she was well, well back in the field on, on settling and she has been getting back in the trials. Yeah, I'm on the, the Waterhouse Bot Train filly, North Star Lash. She's a bold front-running type. She's tough. She's very tough. And she's really been trained for this first-up assault at uh, Rose Hill. Clark really blew any cobwebs out that were there to uh, defend off Animo in the, in the final 75 metres of that work. I've seen it before. You think she's gone and she just lifts. She finds a way. So at the, at the price available about her, North Star Loss, I think she's a terrific each-way bet in the race today. I'm putting a few roughies in for the trifectas. A lot more love will be savaging the line late. Really good finish in her most recent barrier trial at Rose Hill. And Cinderella Days, I think, is better than a $41 chance. She's won three of her four starts. Both the trials have been terrific, and the format of those trials has been really, really good. So I think they're the two at uh, very attractive odds that might bump up the trifecta dividend, numbers 9 and 12. But each way, me, the six. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Cinderella Days because one of the people on the text line said um, any kind of a push for her. So I'm glad she uh, received a mention there. I won't... I won't text James Cummings. He's always usually comes back to us pretty quickly, James. But I will say if if, if James is listening, or certainly uh, uh, Chris, uh, well, Chris will be listening because he'll be uh, that's James's um, uh, driver for want of another word. Gets him around the place. Um, Chris will be having a go at the the Borderly quiz shortly, so he will be listening. Wonder if James, you know, James, would like to let us know if. Leaving the gates is a little concern in his mind for in secret or not. But I'm not going to fleet James a text, but he happens to be listening. Let us, uh, let us know, or you don't have to. I'll uh, see you with the races. Um, where to now, Multi, Earls? almost gone. Or was be it? quick. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let's, um, let's get on to the, the Tab Apollo Stakes. Group 2, wait for age 1,400 metres. A bit like in secret, the stable, Matt. Animo uh, in the red here today. 
Yeah, and look, you can see why. Been very, very popular. They're happy to butter up at the 190 when it first opened on Wednesday afternoon. It's a dollar seventy today. Fangirl, easily best back to beat it. It's nine dollars to seven dollars. El Bodigan, eight fifty to nine fifty. Moanga, nine fifty to eleven. Fourteen to thirteen. Hinged. Laws of Indices, eighteen to twenty-one. Back to eighteen. Then we've got Ice Bath, a sixteen to eighteen. But Animo, well, just about the most popular horse in the country, and you can see why it is the dollar seventy favourite and uh, and very popular with multis. I'm probably no one cares, but uh, El Bodegon, I I just like the horse and those speed maps against it, etc. But sometimes you've just got a horse of, of such good quality that it can overcome all those things. And personally, I think nine dollars fifty, you won't be getting that again if. It knocks off Animo today. Uh, Darren, what's your take on the Apollo? I'm with Animo. Uh, clearly, I, he's just such a great horse. Uh, the best in the best in training, and I don't want to oppose horses of, of his ilk. Uh, the pace of the race is slightly concerning, but I just think the cream will rise to the top uh, with Animo. I'm a huge fan of Fan Girl, and I've got her in for second. This is where Mulunga... Uh, gallop between races. We had a stack of horses work between races at, at Randwick last week. Mawunga and Laws of Indices worked together and Mawunga just toweled up Laws of Indices. I think he wore blinkers in that uh, gallop. His fresh record's good and he's proven at the trip and I'd, I'd have to assume looking at the past of this race that Nash will push on from the outside and put Mawunga in a very forward spot and then I was looking at uh, Ice Bath low place chance. Hinged will be right up on the speed, so that might give Hinged a chance to run a bit of a race, but I will not be opposing the good horse Animo. Brad? Yeah, he's very hard to beat. There's no doubt about it. $1.70. Marked him around $1.85. I struggle to get him that short, um, generally, but he he finds a way, right? He's that type of horse. One thing I will say about him is the worst run of his preparation is always his first. Mm. And it's still a very, very, very good run. But he has an amazing rating profile, this horse. If you look at his last four preparations, every start he improves. And it's, it's, it's just so genuine and uh, an absolute out-and-out superstar. But at the prices this morning, $9 versus $1.70, I just had to have something on Fangirl here. I, you go back to first up last preparation uh, in the wing stakes. Um, she was beaten a length and a half by Animo, but... She had a snag right back from the draw. I thought if she drew a gate that day, I think she's right alongside him and they're going toe-to-toe in the finish. So the key today is they've got to make use of this gate. They've got to put her midfield. If Animo's behind Fangirl, I think she can out-sprint him. And even if he's just a length in front, if they roll forward on Animo, I think if she's got, it, if she's got his back, then uh, she might be able to out-sprint him late. But look, the big A is going to be very hard to beat, but Fangirl, at, at, when the tab were offering $9 this morning, that was too tempting. And yeah. I know that price isn't there now. And El Bodigan, don't like it? Uh, I think it's too short, yeah. I think his trials have been fair, and I just think um, he'll, he'll start to come into his own over a bit further. But at, at 1400 I'd have to take him on. Fair enough. This uh, last race we'll look at here, we'll let uh, Darren and Brad get on their way. But let's a quick look here, guys, at race number nine. Uh, there's a question here about a filly at big odds. The Robrick Lodge Triscay Stakes Race 9 here hurls Group 3, 1,200 metres. She was a beauty, Triscay, wasn't she? Uh, Jack Denham was one of those horses when I first sort of started, uh, started following the 
the races. She was an absolute star. Uh, Waterford is the $2.70 favourite, as I said from the top. It's been the best backed on the program. Uh, $5 available when the market first opened. Uh, think about it actually went up two eighty, three fifty to three eighty today. Race, race 9, Hills. Uh, uh, race 9? You said, I thought you said the last, did you not? Race, race nine. nine. I beg your pardon. Well, okay. swats that. Well, you're paying attention, Brad. Yeah. Norwegian Bliss is three seventy to three ninety. Kerr Royal six fifty to five fifty. Eleven dollars went up in Wednesday afternoon. We've got Written Beauty seven to six dollars. There's been good support here for Jump the Broom. Seventeen dollars eight fifty this morning. Now nine fifty, and then we go down to Laxport Run nine fifty to ten dollars. Now, in terms of dollars invested, I can tell you it's Kerr Royale uh, in front of. Yeah, there has been good support here for uh, Written Beauty as well, dollar-wise. Uh, Brad, one of our texters here, wants a little push at odds for more profits. What chance is she, and who do you like here? Uh, she always trials well, and she generally runs on fresh, but I do find this trip a little bit short for her and maybe the grade as well. But um, she'll be hitting the line. She'll be the, the black booker to take next time out to 1,400 metres, perhaps. But, oh, look, I found it an extremely challenging race outside the Tab Highway. I thought this was the toughest of the day because I wanted to be against the favourite pretty heavily here, um, but I just don't know which horse to, to back. And Norwegian Bliss has got the great record, but in terms of overall figures and, and what she's beaten so far, it's, it's, it's definitely left a, a little bit to be desired. So I've got to be heavily against her, but I don't know whether it's one Swats that or 12 Coeur Royale. They're my two top picks. But I think the likes of Jump the Broom's a good chance. I think Written Beauty, if she turns up at her best, I think Larkspur runs a chance. And even Jarmaya with their blinkers on and the Ramwick record is a, a chance too. So, a really tricky race. I've gone very wide in the quaddy, but um, I've gone with Swats that on top. Darren. I've gone uh, Swats that. I put her in the, in the multi here today. I think it was the trial at, at Hawkesbury on the 24th of January that um, made the decision for me. It was just terrific work under a hold. And then I go back through her last preparation. She had so much bad luck uh, along the way. So I think for the multi, she's absolutely fine. Love the trials. So I got swatched that on top. In fact, I'm a little bit lazy in race nine. I just went one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Are we, um, Darren, we'll let you go. Uh, is, am I right in saying Quantico you're pretty bullish on today? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've always had a, a, a bit of luck uh, with this horse, and I want to be on him here today. Race five, number five is my best. Good calling, Darren. We'll see you trackside soon. Always good to chat, and we'll do it again next Saturday morning. Cheers, and uh, well done, Haynes, on uh, the victory of the Eagles last night over the Rabbitohs in a hard-fought, uh, what was a very entertaining game. Had 10,000 well, well, there last night. Uh, as, yeah. as you well know, Darren, with the Tigers, they're just trials. Yeah, yes, that's what I, I omitted to mention uh, the performance in New Zealand on Thursday. We won't worry about that. It's okay. There are no points uh, there as long as they are fit and well and come out of it. Thank you, Darren. Good calling today. Right, cheers. Thanks, guys. Best seat in the house, Darren Flindell has, calling all the action for Apollo Stakes Day. Um, Brad, before we grab your best for Ramwick today, a few uh, questions there. Well, a couple of questions. Your, your best for Sandown, Group 1 Racing. Have you done the form for Sandown today? What do, you, what do you like down that way? Yeah, I think it's a very open day, a bit like uh, Ramwick. But um, I thought in the, the Phillies division of the Blue Diamond, I thought Cigar Flick would run well at, at around that $7 mark. Um, and I thought there was a, another one right down the bottom there. Soju at around $21 has been jumping out particularly well. I, 
Look, I'm, I'm scared of the favourite charms don't, uh, because the way that Mick Price is talking. If, if, if it wasn't Mick Price saying that one of the best two-year-olds I've, I've had and he's such a, a great guy to listen to in terms of assessing his horses, then I'd be, I'd be just heavily against it. But um, I've got to be... I've got to really respect that with his thoughts on Charmstone. But, um, yeah, for me, I'm happy to back the two horses in race four, number eight, the Garflick, and uh, number 17, Soju, there for Simon Zara. They're, the, they're, the, they're my sort of two plays down there at Sandown. Best for Ramick today? Uh, look, it's Don Corleone in the first, but um, he's short. Um, the best value, Kundalini. Again, that's dried up a bit, but I think she'll run a really good race in the English Millennium. So... Uh, they're, they're the plays today, and uh, yeah, we'll see how we go for a big day of racing. Okay, good on you, Brad. Sky Racing won all day, and we'll do this again next week for Behind the Gates. Thank you, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Brad Davidson, good on you there. Tough text for you there, Hurls. Hurls equals King Dribbler. That's all right. Do you know that text? Do you know that number? I actually checked to see it. No. Do you know who I they don't. are? I don't. So someone might anyway. genuinely think that I'm a dribbler. Uh, well, uh, well Argent, uh, Gentia. Any hope at seventeen dollars? I'll get uh, Brad's thoughts on Argentia for you and come back to you there. Uh, yeah, Steve from Cornell. No mention of Madame Pomery. She is big odds. She's a Group One winner. She's a good mare. She might be getting ready for some longer races uh, as the autumn goes on, Madame Pomery. But if she hits the line, uh, that's what you would be happy about today. We have a, a debordly quiz to get to, to as well, Hills. We do. Uh, there was a text earlier. It's just gone off my page. It was in relation to I think the texter was suggesting there's a 60 second delay on Foxtel so he uh, bets late this particular punter and has been missing out because he's just following the, the, the final tips and also uh, the market and he's missing out now I can't speak on behalf of Foxtel I can speak on behalf of myself it's usually maybe only two or three seconds so he should be right the only thing this punter may have done because I've done this it's an absolute horror show you've actually left the room to go to the fridge or the bathroom or whatever, press pause and then come back 60 seconds later, press play and, and it's gone. So um, that may or may not be the case with that particular punter. Is our, is our multi... It's gone. Gone. Yep. So okay. I'll just repeat what we have this afternoon. It's a $6.50 dividend. Race 3, number 16, another cognac. Race 7, number 1, in secret. Race 8, number 11, fangirl. And race 9, number 1, swats at. Now, you're a very modest guy, um, Richard. I'm sure they'll be coming in thick and fast next week to uh, thank you for the terrific job that you have done on this program. Uh, no two ways about it. But uh, someone's just asked, is the show finished or are you going to other parts, pastures? As we know, you are going within the organisation, but uh, but to other pastures. Uh, you'll be very sadly missed. You're a great front man and presenter. Uh, regards, Vincent Arncliffe. So it's very nice of Vince. Um, an opportunity has arisen with Tab. Yep. Uh, accepted a role with Tab. So, um, yeah, just uh, time for a little bit of a, a... challenge. A bit of a new challenge. And the time is right, in I think, in my life to... to uh, not so much do something different. It's nice to be able to stay with Tabcorp and it's uh, moving across to Tab. So, yeah, next next Saturday will be my final show and final shift with Sky Racing. It's been a great time and, um, yeah, looking forward to the next week and, and then uh, moving across to the team with Tab. Yeah, good stuff, Rich. Uh, races 1 to 6 today, Ramwick, Sandown and Doobin. Place a win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first fixed odds win bet. And rinse and repeat as far as the Jockey's Challenge is concerned. James McDonald at $1.20. $10 for Brett Navdala and Jason Collett. We've got 
$15, Karen McAvoy. Tim Clark, 19 41s Nash Ruilla, Willie Pike. Any other jockey option at $51. If you go to sports and today's offers, under racing offers, you've got James Cummings to ride and to train two or more winners at $2. Uh, Cummings, three or more, $6. And four or more, $31. Whilst for J-Mac, uh, three or more winners, $2.20. Four or more winners, $5.50. And get a 21 for five or more, or six or more at $61. Head to tab for all those details. Looking forward to a good day, Rich.